Welcome everyone to Monday Motivations with that motivational guy, Tony Canavero. Hey, that's me. Every Monday I'm bringing you motivation, mindset, training, book reviews, powerful guests, and sometimes some randomness from my entirely too many hobbies. Uh, for show notes, head on over to thatmotivationalguy.com slash podcast. There might even be some free gifts around there if you look around. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and make sure you get your regular Monday dose of motivation. Now, let's do this. On today's episode of That Motivational Guy, we are blessed to have with us a gentleman named Matthew Bigger. At the age of 25, Matthew was faced with the decision to lose everything or start over. It was the bookstore that changed Matt's world perspective forever. It wasn't until late 2017, however, that he built up the courage to take the entrepreneurial leap and go full-time on his video production business. Matt believes that purpose-driven coaches and entrepreneurs are truly servant leaders who are passionate about creating an impact by helping people transform and thrive. That's why he's driven to support these changemakers and sharing their message with the world. In 2019, Matt decided to shut down his videography business to focus on enabling the purpose-driven leaders of the world to eliminate obscurity and build their reputation with the simple and powerful videos they can create on their own after completing his signature video mastery program. Hey everybody, welcome to That Motivational Guy podcast. Uh, I'm super excited to have with me today a guest who... We've been kind of associated for years and never really spent a ton of time doing anything together in projects. So I'm really excited to have with me today a gentleman by the name of Matt Bigger uh, out of Calgary, Alberta, Canada, uh, a video marketing expertise guru. And I hope that he's going to bring some fantastic content for anyone who's looking to up their marketing game, especially in a niche that we're going to talk about as we go forward. But no matter what niche you're in, you're going to be able to use the tips that Matt gives you today to help up your up your marketing and promotion game. So, Matt, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. Thanks for having me, Tony. I'm super excited. Yeah, we're we met at a. I don't know if you remember this. We met at a cash flow game in Calgary. Remember what was the name of that venue that was downtown? It started with a V, I think. Yeah, it was uh, Venturing or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were one of the hosts, young, super young at that point in time. And I remember meeting you. We connected a little bit, and then we didn't connect. And then we kind of found each other on social media, and we've sort of been kind of bumping into each other in the social media, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook world. And uh, I've loved watching your progression. Um, and your journey of your of your development and into your new business, which is um, basically helping coaches and helping people up their video marketing skills and tutorials. For um, sure. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, but purpose driven coaches is kind of your your. If I were to give you a tagline or a hashtag, would that kind of encapsulate that a little bit? You bet. I love working with those people that are out there to, you know, come from a place of service and help others overcome challenges, you know, thrive and uh, transform their lives. And I, I feel like the world needs more of those people. So there's, there's definitely a purpose behind wanting to focus on those people. Fantastic. And I think anyone listening to my podcast is definitely going to be someone who falls. Hey, Google, turn on the studio lights. Sorry, man. 
Well, that's all right. It's uh, I mean, we're going to talk about video. I might post this to YouTube, but might not. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I got the Philips Hue lights going in here and they just like turn themselves off once in a while for some reason. Oh, that's nice. Uh, we might we might lose power. I'm out in the middle of nowhere here and we've had a couple of power flickers today. So if we lose power, we'll be back with part two uh, of this podcast at a later date. Um, so do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about what led you first of all, into video, because you, you started off in the production side of things on the video side of things, right? And then pivoted recently. Tell me about that journey. So this is back when I was working for a major telecommunications company in Canada, and I really just was ready to move on and I and wanted to take that entrepreneurial leap. So I went to a, a weekend workshop and I ended up signing up for high ticket coaching. It was like 26K. And so I was forced into a position of, okay, how am I going to pay for this coaching now? And so I had a camera and I had a little bit of experience, barely anything. And I just decided that I was going to do real estate videos. <laughs> so, you know, I just reach out and do a, a free project for a realtor who's actually a very good friend of mine now. And that's how it all got started. Um, and then I just pivoted towards the coaches because I, I just realized I really wanted to work with these people that are out there that are, you know, getting on stages and they're writing books and they're, they're doing all of this work to help other people. And so that's why I pivoted into that. Last okay. year in November, I decided that I was done with hiding behind the camera. And so I wanted to step in front of the camera and start a YouTube channel. And that's the biggest thing is like I was being this evangelist out in the world telling everyone, you got to use video to grow your business. But I wasn't getting in front of the camera. So I felt like a hypocrite. Right. And so that's why the pivot, I shut down the production services. And then I went full bore into like, how do I just help other people do this and, and teaching and sharing? And, and that's really um, one of my biggest passions is, is just teaching and sharing information. Fantastic. Well, uh, we're kind of kindred spirits in that respect. I mean, definitely that's, that's what gets Vanessa and I kind of going uh, in our, in our lives and our businesses is, is helping people become more, you know, mm -hmm. helping people move towards the person they always wanted to be. Right. Yeah. Uh, my wife would say everyone has a super superpower and we try to get them to step forward into that. So I love it. Cool. Um, tell me about, because that was a long, there's a long gap between when we first met and you were, you were into the entrepreneurial mindset game back then. And then there was quite a long gap. And, uh, you know, that happened to me too. You know, you go through cycles, right? Where, where things, everything in life has seasons, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what was the trigger or the, the moment, the mindset moment that when you made that decision to commit to that 26K coaching, you know, what was, what was the mindset needed for you to turn that switch? For sure. Uh, it started with Kiyosaki. I, I started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Increasing Your Financial IQ at the age of 25. Mm -hmm. And that was because I was forced uh, to decide whether I was going to end up becoming homeless or move back in with my parents. And so the, the journey of just going to the bookstore and finding, okay, you know what, I think the answers are here to solve some of these problems, it opened the door to this world, this entrepreneurial world that never really existed for me before. Mm -hmm. And so I was working through this process over, I never really stopped, but there was a point in time where I, I stopped reading on a consistent basis 
And I just found that I was not a happy person when I wasn't growing and learning. And so that was the awareness that was required for me to be able to, you know, jump in and say, okay, I'm going to get this coaching program and I'm just going to go full bore into this. And, you know, it wasn't easy for sure. It, there was a lot of stuff that goes on in your mind of what's, what's going to happen. And so you really have to believe the coach is going to be able to get you through mm-hmm. and that they have like a system and a process. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case, but I still learned a lot through the process. Yeah. You know, it's funny um, you say that uh, uh, about something, you know, it's lessons come disguised oftentimes as different things, right? We expect one thing from something that an experience that happens in our lives, but the lesson it teaches us is completely a surprise. And uh, I found my best teachers in my life have been the things that didn't work out properly right? That's where the biggest lessons I've always learned have been, been through that cycle, you know, of business failure, business success, business failure, business success, get a job to pay the bills, get back into business, you know, been through that whole thing. And it's funny, you talked about the reading thing. We've, we've had a, for years, we had a business in the, in the network marketing space. We're no longer in that space focused because we're focused on this other uh, business. But the first thing I'd ask someone who was feeling like they were out of the loop or down, I'd be like, what are you reading? First question, right? Yeah. And it, the answer was, well, I'm not reading anything right now. Well, that's, that's got to get back to that. You yeah. know, um, I've often had people, yeah, I had people say to me, if there was one tip you could give us, one tip, one thing, and I'd be like, read 10 pages of a good book every day. Mm-hmm. Everything else will figure itself out if your mindset gets fixed, right? So I love that. That's great. That's a great message, Matt. Um, Tell me about, so the journey into video. So your focus right now is really working with coaches, working with people that are trying to get their video marketing online. I mean, I think everybody who has any presence on the internet intrinsically understands that video is important. Why don't people do it? That's a great question. It's one of my favorites. So the truth is people are judging themselves. They are holding themselves back. They have limiting beliefs. And all of those things are in the way of getting in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to become aware of those things, that's when you can start to deal with them. You know, I started to become aware of the fact that, hey, I'm telling everyone they should get on camera and I'm not doing it myself. Right. This has to change. Yeah. And, and so you just have to work up the courage to eventually, um, you know, actually hit that record button. A lot of people say that the truth is you have to be brave enough to hit the upload button. <laughs> you can you hit the record button and practice offline all you want. I did that for almost an entire year. Oh my goodness. Before I uploaded anything. So. Wow. Wow. So yeah. I got, do you mind if I asked you a, a personal question? What course, was your, what was your hang up? Why, why didn't you get on front? Why, fear, why didn't you get judgment? hundred percent. I was just afraid of the trolls and people were going to judge me and say that like, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was talking about. Like all mm-hmm. of this imposter syndrome that's going on. And you know, it's, at the end of the day, the thing that really changed for me was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to commit. I'm going to do it. I uploaded my first YouTube video. I shot it with my phone. It yeah. sucks. The messaging is terrible. 
But I was like, this, I'm just going to own it. Like that's the perspective that really helped me overcome that fear of judgment. And like, honestly, it's still there. You have to deal with it over time. Like I'm just waiting for someone to go and troll my YouTube channel. It's going to happen eventually, yep. but I'm more prepared for it now. Yeah. It's funny you say, um, you say that there's a gentleman, we were talking about him off air. Uh, one of my favorite business podcasts is Ray Edwards, the Ray Edwards show. One of these days I'm, he's going to know that I'm promoting him on my show. That's how this is going to work. But he talked about, he puts out about 55 pieces of video, of content a day on various across a ton of social media platforms. And he gets trolled all the time and he talks about it. Uh, the lighting was terrible. The sound was terrible. Your video quality wasn't what it should have been. And his response is my B plus quality video is 100% better than your A plus video content video you did not do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So true, man. And, and so there's that, there's that, um, bless and release kind of process of, okay, here we go. And now it's out there. Right. And, yeah. uh, I find it liber liberating, you know, when you take that first for step. Sure. How was it? What was that process for you? What was your major stumbling blocks when it came to you first? Because this is going to be the person who's sitting there going, I know I should do video. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't have the right stuff. What are the major stumbling blocks that you went through and do you see your clients going through? A lot of the stuff you just said, not knowing what to say, what topics there, there is a level of clarity that you should have about your audience and what you can do to help them overcome challenges. So, and, and this is in the context of YouTube, which tends to be a lot of like teaching how to tips, right. that, that sort of content because it's a search engine. Right. So if you're going to go down that specific path, you should have a good idea of what people are going through so that you can just eliminate that whole thing of, I don't know what to talk about because that's one of the things that'll definitely hold you back. And is that something you spend some time working with people on? Yes. That's part of the program that uh, I'm, I'm basically launching right now. Oh, cool. Um, we had briefly talked about it. I knew there was a program. I wasn't sure what stage it was at. So that's excellent. So question for you, because I kind of dabble in a bunch of different social media platforms. Um, why YouTube? Your, your focus is YouTube, right? Mm. Yeah. And so the approach I was taking here was more of like that Gary V uh, sort of approach. And you just mentioned Ray Edwards, who's putting out like 50 videos a day, which for some people listening is, um, that's daunting. That's like, what are you care? Are you crazy? Like, how could someone do that? And so the reason why I chose YouTube is because it can create the most amount of leverage with the content. And the second reason is it's like your library of evergreen content that's out there working constantly. When you focus on other platforms, they tend to be feed-based. And what happens is like you post something, you put all this work and time, effort, energy, passion into creating this piece of content that disappears into a vortex. And YouTube's not like that. That content is out there working for you as long as there's somebody searching for something and you're doing your, your homework on keywords, optimization, then that that video can be working for you three, five, ten years down the road. Nice. So that was the main reason. 
Um, I, I don't know if I answered your, your question entirely. Yeah, I, okay. I think so. I mean, uh, because that is um, something that a lot of people that are entrepreneurial minded, you know, most of us have, a, you know, whether you believe in ADD or not, most of us that are entrepreneurial have a little bit of that shiny object syndrome built oh, yeah. hardwired into us, right? Where we're like, okay, I've got that done. Now, what's the next thing I can do? Well, I'm not really done that, but I want to move on to the next thing. That's kind of a, a normal for a lot of entrepreneurial minds. And, you know, there is, there's TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, there's just YouTube, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, podcasting, there's a ton of different stuff out there to put your attention to. Uh, so it's always interesting when someone's really focused on one, what was the thing like you said? Uh, and I think that's a really powerful message that people need to get. Um, in a lot of the feed-based, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, because you're probably much more knowledgeable on this than I am. And a lot of the feed-based um, social media platforms, you can really be obliterated by an algorithm change in sure. no time. And there's a lot less likelihood of that because of the maturity of the platform that is YouTube. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I mean, you, you have to pivot and change your approach um, all the time. But that still doesn't change the fact that like your older content can still be working for you. Right. Um, one other thing I did want to add in about leverage with YouTube is when you design a video that's a little bit longer form, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. If you go into it with like the perspective of this can be uh, repurposed into content for other platforms, um, that's that's where you really get the leverage. So it becomes a game of like, how do you plan this out and, and uh, schedule it and distribute it effectively so you're not just hosting the same video on multiple platforms at the same time. Um, so I actually design all my YouTube content to be uh, repurposable so I can edit it down into bite-sized chunks and provide value to, uh, you know, omni-channel of presence. So that's what I meant by uh, Gary V. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. right on. So, so I've got another specific question and I know that we can't, we can't unpack your entire program in this and I wouldn't try to, but I'm a long winded talker. I talk way too long. Anybody that watches any of my stuff will probably tell you that that's just the way I am. My wife, I drive her crazy when we're on video together. So you said long form five minutes. Is that, is that a long YouTube video? So the answer, the, the answer to the question that lies beneath the one you just asked <laughs> Content is, it should be however long it needs to be. And that, that is the truth. You, you don't get caught up in, you know, oh, it's got to be three minutes. It's like, obviously, there's limitations to places like, um, you know, Instagram. You can only do uh, 60 seconds on your feed and 15 yeah. minutes on IGTV. Right. So that, that's kind of the thing. So a, a longer form video, in my opinion, yeah, it's five minutes. Um, I've made videos up to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and you have to really understand the analytics that are going on behind the scenes. One of the things I'm playing the game, right? YouTube is a game of watch time. I need people to stick around and watch my videos. And so if I go 15 or 20 minutes, naturally, Unless I'm like super engaging and interesting and like all of the stuff that you can do, then people are going to drop off. Right. And so I decided to step back and target five minute videos. And one of the best ways, uh, if, you're, if you're ever feeling like maybe you're going too long, 
mm -hmm. is is to use scripts. Um, don't don't let them become a crutch, but use scripts because you're going to get your idea like completely ironed out, and you're going to be able to see where that's at. When you practice using scripts, then you're able to articulate your idea better, and over time you can see, okay, this script is this long. That's how long it's going to be once I actually edit it down. Right. And uh, the second part to that, because there is a caveat, don't read from the page. Never do that. I talk about this a lot in my videos. Read one sentence at a time or two and just pause. Keep going. Yeah. And then edit the stuff out in between. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good advice. Um, I'm a professional salesman and have been for 25 plus years. And one of the, one of the, early challenges that most salespeople have to overcome is the idea of scripts and that they're going to feel canned and so on and so forth. And the, the truth of the matter is for everyone listening, who's trying to become better at sales, the best salespeople in the world are the best scripted and they never sound like they're scripted and they couldn't tell you their script because they're so internalized that they just instantly respond with a scripted response to any question or concern that gets brought up. Right. And I think that's, if you can get to that point in time, so you're not reading it, scripts are massively powerful. And mm -hmm. I need to write that down because I need to do better on verbal diarrhea. So yeah, man. moving along. <laughs> <laughs> bullet points too. Mix them in. Yeah, yeah. Scripts sure. plus bullet points. Yeah, Love it. that'll Good really stuff. help. So what would be uh, three things that you would want somebody who who is just right now saying, okay, all right, I get it, Matt. I need to do video. What three tips would you give them that they could do today? The first one's going to be practice. Whether or not you want to put that online, it doesn't matter. Just literally turn on your phone, hit the record button. You don't have to post it and start practicing speaking into the camera lens on your phone or your camera, whatever you have, and, and practice first. Love it. That's really going to help you build the confidence and get ready and prepare to upload the video. <laughs> little little pro tip for, I know for my own sake, there's this little button on YouTube that you can take any video you've posted and make it private. So yes. do something and you're like, oh, that sucked. You can always remove it from the public eye if need be. Just to... Very true. Yeah. So tip number two. Tip number two is uh, just don't get caught up in your head when it comes to any limita limiting beliefs fear of judgment, any of those things that are going to hold you back and take you out of the game when you're on camera because camera takes energy. You really have to bring like your presence and, and be present, right? And so if you want to be authentic and genuine, just understand that it's a journey and you have to go through this process over time and you don't have to be perfect at this. You know, when we're born, you don't know how to run, walk, climb a tree, ride a bike, swim, all that stuff. But for some reason, when we become adults, we have this idea in our head that we have to be good at stuff before we've even done it. Right. And so that's the second tip is just don't let a fear of judgment hold you back. Use the practice and just go through the motions to develop your skills. Love it. There's something that, that resonates for me a lot in that idea, which is that comparison is a thief of joy. I think that way too many of us, before we begin something, we look at someone who's way further advanced yes. in their journey than what we are and compare our results to them. And then when we're not as good as them, we beat ourselves up for it. Well, how yeah. is that even possible? 
right? Yeah, and you're like, oh, why would I even try? Because they're already at this level and they've already done all the stuff. But what you really should be doing is looking at them as like a source of inspiration and a guide for like how you're going to get to that spot. Absolutely. If yeah. you really want to find something interesting, go back. If you're a Gary Vaynerchuk fan, go back to some of his old wine library TV videos, some of the first ones that he ever shot. They're terrible. And he yeah. did it that way on purpose. He's like, there's one take. If I spill the wine, I spill the wine. And, and you just get it out there. And mm -hmm. now he's got some of the best content available in the world. So, But you can see how it's not polished. He doesn't do that, right? Like all his stuff is just like, it's still in some ways the same as his old stuff because he's just, he just makes the content. He doesn't have any limitations around it. Yeah, I love it. Good point. Tip number three, what would be a third tip you'd give somebody who wants to get started in video today? The third tip would be to start a YouTube channel. <laughs> like literally just go and create it if you haven't done that yet. And, you know, focus on your audience, dig into who is this person. I think the biggest thing when it comes to playing the long game mm -hmm. when in video in your business is you, you have to show up from a place of purpose and service. So I'm here to do this work for this group of people and they really need this. And if I don't share this message, then I'm doing a disservice to myself and them. Right on. And so you really have to have that perspective in order to stay in the game because there's gonna be stuff that comes up, you know, there's challenges, you're not gonna feel like making a video, you know, commit, you have to commit to that like weekly release. And that's one of the things that I liked about YouTube is just, I'm always releasing videos on Tuesday, no matter what. Right on. And uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Play the long-term game. Don't play short-term, you know, make a commitment and make sure that you're coming from a place of service and, and focusing on your audience. I love it. Good stuff. A uh, couple of a little bit odder questions. Um, what's your favorite word? My favorite word is congruence interesting why because it's like it's like living and breathing for me now i used to do a lot of different things and get distracted and pulled in different directions and congruence is uh, a continuous journey in your life and when you start to bring in alignment and making things work not only does it provide more mental clarity focus you can really get into something and like pour your energy into it and show up more authentically, more genuine. And so if anything feels like it's pulling me in a different direction, that's like a sign, like either I need to shift how that's working or I need to eliminate it. And it gives me the ability to make quicker decisions instead of getting stuck. I could have ran a video production business for the next 10 years of my life, mm -hmm. hitting the ceiling not really living through my purpose and you know why would i do that now i'm wasting my time and i'm not really um working towards developing potential I love and it. so that's why congruence is so important that was fantastic i hope those of you that are listening in podcast land right now i hope you took notes in that there was a ton of wisdom in that uh last um statements from matt um talking about the lid recognizing it's there, realizing that it's not where you want to stay, and then just making the conscious decision to grow through that because it wasn't congruent with your bigger picture. 
so much deep wisdom in that. Just go back and re-listen to that again. There's lots of good stuff in there. What turns you on the most in life? Oh man, it's uh, like right now, honestly, this, this sounds funny, but um, videos more than just like all of the stuff we've talked about, something I've discovered very recently is it's actually an opportunity for you to accelerate your personal development. Mm. And, and so because there's just so many nuances that are involved in the whole process and how much stuff that you can learn while you're going through it. And just being able to be the teacher that I always knew that I was, because I just always loved helping people and guiding them through stuff and sharing knowledge. And so that's the biggest thing is like, I love the days when I like, I get to film some content and upload it and share that. Even though my audience hasn't totally found me yet, I've got at the time of this recording of this podcast, I think about 80 subscribers on YouTube, mm -hmm. which some people might look at that and be like, well, why would I subscribe to that channel? But I, I just don't care because I know that my audience will find me eventually. And so that's what I'm really excited about is, you know, just going through that, that process and that journey of, of creating content. I love learning. I love sharing. And so, you know, helping others, the coaching program I'm working on is designed to help people transform and, and go through all of this stuff that we've been talking about, because I used to do all this stuff alone. Mm -hmm. You know, when you kind of get started as an entrepreneur, sometimes you're holding your cards close and you think you've got this great idea. Mm -hmm. and, and the truth is you need to flip that and start sharing and being more open and abundant with, with your, with everything that you do. Love it. That's so powerful too. That's anyone that's sitting there thinking that, Oh, I have a great idea. I, I don't want anyone else to learn about it. You're missing the point and the world will not reward you for keeping a secret. If it's good, it'll only reward you by if you help a lot of people with that knowledge, that's when the rewards will come. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, what one profession other than your current one would you love to attempt? Oh yeah, that's, that's speaking from stage. I know that's not necessarily a profession, but oh, no. well, I mean, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Um, I know that that's the, the, the next thing that is going to be the biggest growth opportunity. And because I'm listening to that lizard brain in the back of my head saying that's scary. Yep. <laughs> Getting in front of a stage in front of thousands of people. Yep. Absolutely. And you know, I've done a little bit, I've dabbled and I, I have never really taken it seriously. Obviously now is not the best time, but through getting on camera and creating content, there's definitely some overlap between public speaking and creating videos. Absolutely. And so that's, that's one of the things I think that I'm most excited about in like the next five or 10 years is, is just uh, developing that skill. I for love sure. it. Well, I'll tell you that, that, um, you know, my journey started on the opposite end of things. It was more public speaking, uh, training, teaching, and then video because there wasn't video really right. when I first started. Right. And the ability to, there's, there's actually a lot of similarity of it's actually harder watching yourself on the camera screen as you're talking into it than it is looking out at an audience in many cases, because 
you're not looking at yourself talking. Whereas right now we're on zoom recording this, mm -hmm. Matt and I are looking at each other's faces as we're talking into the camera. And that's, that's, that's even harder, I think. And, uh, that transition, if you can get good at video, you'll be fantastic on stage. There's, yeah. there's no editing though. That's the, there's no editing. That's, that's the that. thing. Yes. <laughs> you have to be very good at improvising. I think a lot of people that are getting into speaking, uh, have a fear of freezing and just like not knowing where to go. Cause like, that's the absolute worst case scenario because <laughs> people are going to be like, what, what's going on? This is super awkward all of a sudden for everybody. Yeah. Cause he's not saying anything. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that is the downside. But if you develop your skill of improvisation, then you can continue and yeah. you won't get caught up in that stuff. So absolutely. Well, that's fantastic. What sound or noise do you love? <laughs> yeah, this is funny. Cause I, I actually, um, I recorded a popping sound with, uh, I've got this guy here. This is a uh, zoom H six. So cool. you can record audio sounds. And so I use this in a lot of my YouTube videos and I just make a popping sound like the Facebook, like uh, <laughs> so something pops up on the screen. That's actually me that made that sound with my mouth. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Fantastic. What are you not very good at? Oh man. Um, you know, I, I always was that kid in school that got put on the spot when it came to math. <laughs> really? So, yeah. And like, that was part of reason, the reason why I had this fear of judgment before mm -hmm. I could get on camera because I was put on the spot and I would just freeze up because I didn't want to look stupid, even though the process of freezing up is what made, made me look stupid. Right. So I, if over repetition, you know, going to different schools and experiencing this several times where, you know, in math class, I got put on the spot. Uh, I just, I, I created all these limiting beliefs about my ability to do like even just basic addition on the spot. Like I just thought that I couldn't do it. Right. And so, you know, when it comes to numbers, it's definitely not one of my strong points, but I'm still working on developing the skills because I realized that that was a limiting belief that was holding me back. Fantastic. I just want to jump in and as, a, as an aside to the audience, I, there's, there's a serious nugget of wisdom in what Matt just shared there. Virtually every single one of our big limiting beliefs, the ones that really mess us up, they're also the ones that you don't know about because they're buried the deepest, right? Yeah. Almost all of them stem from a childhood experience, either with a parent, a sibling, a friend, oftentimes in a school environment, we all know kids can be pretty brutal and school can be less than favorable on, on many of us, myself included. And a ton of, that's where a ton of my deep seated limiting beliefs came from was from elementary school. And we forget about them and we bury them under layers and layers and layers and layers. And it takes a lot of work to peel back those layers and get to that self-limiting belief. The good news for all of you listening, though, is if you will do that work, the moment you shine a light on that self-limiting belief, it shrinks. Mm -hmm. But you have to get there to be able to do it. But that was really good. Thanks. I really appreciate you sharing that candid information. That was, that was really good. Um, Room, desk, or car? What do you clean first? Room, desk, or car? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I love these questions, man. This is fun. 
Um, the desk, it's got to be clear, man. This is my work environment. And I, I'm able to focus better if I'm more organized. That's yeah. why there's a, let's make sure I get this right way. Over here, I'm like in reverse. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Drawer bank. I had like equipment like all over my studio. And so I really had to organize everything. I've got dividers inside the drawers now. All the cables are wrapped and you know, like everything has to be organized in this space because this is where I want to be productive. The car, well, I don't really work from there. That could probably use a little bit of cleaning for sure. <laughs> we all have, it's funny, this question brings up some really interesting things because it tells us, it can tell a lot about the mind on which one uh, is the most important to get clean. I love it. Um, tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been testing this out in Facebook groups. Every once in a while, I'll throw something out there just to see what people's perspective on things are. Um, one of them was that you know, what comes first, action or motivation? Oh, this is good. I, I want to hear this. So what I discovered, like I learned a lesson through this because I was thinking, okay, no, motivation doesn't come first because you have to create, like you have to take action and through the action, you create the motivation. Right. And so that's what I firmly believed. And the truth, the thing that I think that, uh, that I came to the realization about this was that you need both and you can't just have one or the other and they, they work together in unison. Yeah. It's not like, okay, I'll just, because some people get stuck. Right. And like, we, I'm sure we all have, you know, one of those friends or family members that they just, they're going through the motions of life and they're unfulfilled. And you're like, you know, you're doing the work on yourself and you don't, you stop understanding why people get stuck there. <laughs> yep. So that was, Very that true. was the biggest thing I think. It, it, and I, so I had to be open-minded about it because I was like hard line, like, yeah, no, you have to just take the action and then you'll get the motivation, which there is truth to that. But I think that they're, they're, they need to work together. I agree. You know, the title of this podcast is that motivational guy. So motivation is definitely something that, that brings listeners in, but I'm pretty transparent in every, in every podcast that I talk about it in motivation by itself is completely useless. It is completely useless. However, it's critical to get you started. If you mm -hmm. don't have motivation, you're probably not going to actually activate any kind of change mechanism. But if you just rely on motivation without consistent strategy and action, you're going to get nowhere fast. So it, it's, awesome. you're right. Synergistic, it's part of the puzzle. Uh, one of the guests I had on uh, the last couple guys that I interviewed ago, he, his favorite word was hope. Because hope is what everything begins from. And, and I think that's a good, you could use that hope slash motivation. You know, I hope that things will get better. So I need to do things different, right, yeah. is, is part of it. That's fantastic. Awesome. What is the most motivating event or thought you can remember? Something that moved you into action. Hmm. Event. So you're not talking about like a, a specific, um, like going to an event. No, that. something that happened okay. in your life. Um, it could have been, it could have been a book, could have been a video, could have been a conversation, could have been a, a challenge that occurred in your life. What yeah. do you, what was that one thing that you were like, this thing has, maybe you didn't consciously think it, this thing 
happens and now i know i have to do something different yeah um that's that's going back to being 25 years old with uh, an apartment in downtown calgary for like 700 bucks a month it was so cheap but then they sold the building to investors and they were jacking the rent up by like 300 dollars a month and i was like no, money mindset problems all over the place like mm -hmm. up in here like crazy i didn't know what i was doing i was just blowing all my money right mm -hmm. so i was forced to either move back in with my parents which you know i'm thankful that that was an option for me because i would have ended up becoming homeless i was already maxed out on all the credit cards and the debt mm -hmm. and i was like really pretty young for how much debt that i had mm -hmm. and you know that that was definitely one of the biggest ones the second one would be when I realized that I was more afraid of a fear of judgment than climbing a construction crane that was like a couple of hundred feet. I just released a YouTube video about this. You know, I was put in the situation where my coworkers were like, essentially, I, I believed that they were going to judge me and make fun of me if I didn't do it. Right. And so we, we had a project. There was an actual reason why we had to climb the crane, but it was terrifying. And, and like what I didn't realize is like while you're climbing it, the higher up you get, the more flexibility yep. in the actual structure of the crane there is. So this thing's like twisting and turning in the wind and, and I'm climbing a ladder and like it's so high up. But I realized that I, I could overcome fear when I did that because I was terrified of heights. Right but it on. pushed through it and it focused on the outcome. Fantastic. I love it. That's, that's so, so good. And yeah, those things are spooky. I don't do well. Don't do well with that at all. What one thing would you want my listeners to do today? I would love it if anybody who's had any limitations or fear of judgment would just literally grab your phone today and record yourself, make a 60 second video and don't upload it review the video and then just look at that as an opportunity for you to grow fantastic and where can where can people find you matt now matt you get definitely got to go check out his videos i've actually learned a ton about about branding and color choices and like all sorts of big picture stuff watching matt's videos on youtube where can people find you yeah if you check out youtube you can probably search my name i've been tagging that and everything so if you just type in Matt, M-A-T-T-B-I-G-G-A-R, Matt Bigger on YouTube, you should be able to find me on there. Okay, great. And I'll put the, the direct link to his YouTube channel in the show notes, guys. So you'll be able to go into the show notes and click on it to go directly to Matt's channel. Go subscribe. Get him up to 100 uh, subscribers right away and let's move it forward because I think this is a message that will definitely help a lot of people. Any other presence that they can find you at or know about? I'm happy to connect on Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Again, Matt Bigger. Yeah. Matt Bigger. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, thanks so much for being on today. I appreciate it, Matt. Uh, I learned a lot. I've got a couple of pages of notes here, and um, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with me today. Thanks for checking it out. And for our listeners today, make today a fantastic day. Don't forget, you got this. Have a great one, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to That Motivational Guy podcast. I hope you got some value from this. Uh, as my thanks to you, please accept a free gift from us. Go to thatmotivationalguy.com slash change and download a free webinar course that my wife Vanessa and I did on how to change anything 
in your life. Anything. No strings attached. Don't even have to enter an email address to get the course. It's just our gift and our thanks from us to you. If after going through the course you do get something from it, you'll have a chance to subscribe to more good stuff at that point in time, but only after we've proven that there's some value for it. Again, thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review pretty please, and then go out and make it a fantastic day.